Welcome to the Adaptivist Podcast. I'm Ryan Spilkin. Hey, this is Matthew Stubblefield. And we are here. This is episode number one. We've been talking about it for a while, Matthew. The first episode. Uh, I think I think almost a year and a half in the making. That's a lot of months. We've been talking about this for a while, and we're so excited to be speaking with you today. We want to talk, you know, we want to introduce ourselves, not just Matthew and I, but Adaptivist itself. So, Matthew, why are we doing this through a podcast anyway? You know, I, I think the main reason we're doing it partly is is because we've got this new thing in Adaptivist, learning and development. Uh, for those of you who aren't an Adaptivist, which I assume is is you know, like two, three of you, all of you, all three of you uh, who are listening today, learning and development is a new thing as of effectively December of 2016. I'm head of that. And one of my priorities is just getting information to people more. Uh, Adaptivist, if you haven't heard much about us, uh, we do a lot of things in the Atlassian world. A lot of things. Like all the things, everything you can think of related so to Atlassian. many things. Those are the things that we do. And we have the best people in the world to do those things. And I just, I want to I share that with people. You know, we, we get so many questions. I, th- I feel like the most of the questions we get are just around best practice. You know, how to use the Atlassian tools well, how to uh, adapt them for different types of businesses and different types of work. And, you know, now helping, hold on, mister. Yeah. Why are we suited to giving him these best practices? We've worked with companies that are that are you know everything from small to huge companies that started you know those companies that we restarted working with them at thirty people and now they've got hundreds uh, companies with hundreds of thousands of employees. So we we've seen these tools used you know all along the spectrum, and uh, I'm just really passionate about sort of reducing the barriers to entry for this information. I want to I want to get out and help people work better together because as we work better with the Elastic Tools, we as in a global community, you know, it, it just makes everything better for everybody. These are noble ideals. So, you know, not only are we the knights, but we also happen to have a whole backup squad of ninja assassins. Guys like Dan Hardiker, Jamie Eklund, Nick Bruff, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, <laughs> these, these people that we're we're actually we are we are so fortunate because they will be guests on our show. They don't even know it yet. <laughs> they do not. Hopefully, they're listening and they're going to find out. That's what makes Adaptive a special. I mean, that's what makes us successful. You know, every one of us, we, we've got brilliant people, but the reason that we work well as a company is because we work as a team. We approach everything as a team. And so we're going to bring that expertise and that experience and that knowledge to bear. It's not going to be just me and you, because nobody wants to hear that. No. It's already too much of us. Uh, that's no, the first one. had it like three minutes ago. <laughs> but we're going to bring on other people. And we're not just going to bring on adaptivist people either. I really want to bring on uh, people from Atlassian, people from Atlassian Partners. Uh, so we're going to be setting up a variety of interviews. We're going to set up a variety of topics. We're also going to go live once in a while. Totally, totally. So it's, uh, here we are in March. Uh, and uh, in just a couple months, we've got Summit Europe coming up. Oh, snap. That's exciting. But but we're going to talk about Summit Europe soon. All right. I'll hold off. I'll hold we're, just wait for I'm it. I'm just wait, so excited. I know. It's, it's, we're pumped about this. Before we get into Summit Europe, you know, that's 2017. We learned a lot, a lot from the tumultuous year that was 2016. But it wasn't so tumultuous in the Atlassian world. Yeah, in the Atlassian world. And it was sort of this uh, weird dichotomy, I guess, of everything's on fire. Uh, it seemed like it seemed, and like. yet you know we go to Summit in San Jose. We work at Adaptivist. We we work on our own stuff, work wise, and in the Atlassian world, everything's great. So we did learn some lessons out of that, even though it went so well. But we were able to take away 
so much good stuff from Summit in uh, San Jose. What, what is your what is your big moment from Summit 2016? I think the 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 big thing from Summit 2016 is really seeing how Atlassian continues to push the envelope a little bit. You know, they're 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 driving forward uh, the stuff about native support for data center and Amazon Web Services, uh, zero downtime upgrades. Like some of these things are still to come. But as somebody who used to uh, have to to sit up Saturday mornings from midnight to six a.m. upgrading servers every other week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zero downtime upgrade sounds pretty sweet. So there's some really good news coming out from Atlassian that I think is they've they've got their priorities straight. You know, they're they're doing some really good things. To piggyback on that, because I think that real time collaboration and confluence mm-hmm. is um is just a, a massive boost to the product. Yeah. I have felt like that was important for getting a team literally on the same page for so long, and I'm so thrilled it's there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're using that at Adaptivist now. Uh, we right do now. Uh, almost all of our work. Uh, we do either in uh, Jira or Confluence. We we do a lot of the work together. We collaborate on these things, and being able to have three or four people editing the same documents, collaborating. You know, we're on. Oh, it's massive. We're on screen share, and we're talking while we're doing it uh, because we're we're largely remote. But you know, especially with remote teams, being able to see the same document, and make changes to it live, is really really nice. Now, for our listeners who have an interest in the the confluence collaboration piece where you you know you you have the concurrent editing uh, do be aware it's a little bit more intensive on your server so if you haven't upgraded to it yet if you haven't worked with it if you're either a sysadmin listening to this or you're you're going to be going to your sysadmins asking for this shout out to the admins <laughs> yeah, buddy it's like an extra couple of uh, gig of memory uh, it's it is quite intensive so just be aware that there are some uh, some some additional server demands on that you know, we just did the upgrade relatively recently. You know, the upgrade went really smoothly. No problems going from five to six. Oh, it's and, lovely. And uh, yeah, the, the collaboration, that, that real-time editing is really, really nice. The big things coming to Service Desk are also worth a mention. Yeah, uh, uh, particularly the ability to style your outgoing emails. Um, right. You know, I mean, we always talk about with Jira, we want to get people out of email. Email's not a great place to work in, yeah? I mean, other than the fact that uh, for better or worse, we have it on our phones. Uh, email kind of sucks for working together. Uh, yeah. It's it's good for the asynchronous stuff, but if we can get things in the Jira service desk instead and have a portal that we can comment on, that's nice. But we recognize you, you got to have email sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is. Uh, and being able to style those emails where when Jira sends them out, it's it's got your company branding. It was easy to set up. You can include different pieces of information in there and just have that be through the web interface. I mean, these are things that we could do by modifying uh, velocity templates on the server in the past, but being able to do it through the web interface is really nice, and that's a nice bit of functionality in Service Desk that's been added. Yeah, bringing bringing that sort of editing power to the people. Yeah. (laughs) And last but not least, the one that we identified as being important was was the status page acquisition. Yeah, yeah. So this was something that was announced at Summit uh, in San Jose. And status page, for those of you unfamiliar with it, it is effectively it is what it what it you know what its title is. It's a page where you can go and you can see if services are up or down. Um, now it's it is important to note that it's at this point not um, automated. So like it's it's not picking up uh, necessarily Nagios uh, notifications to say oh this server's down and the status page you know switches from green to red and, and notifies. It's really a place where your your texts can go and they can post updates. 
uh, it's something that you know years ago when I was when I was running um, some systems, I did it through WordPress, and I just had a little widget that I'd made, and I could you know put a, a red, amber, green status on there. Um, status page is a bit more robust, and particularly being able to subscribe to updates, it's it's got some nice functionality where you can if you train your users, go to this you know status dot yourcompany.com. That's a great communication tool. And I think that really helps deflect tickets. Not only reducing like support calls and tickets like that, but anything we can do to improve communication, uh, it just helps us be more productive. So I think the sort of the number one thing that disrupts techs who are working on something is when they're they're constantly getting interrupted by people asking for for status updates. If you can point people at status page instead, uh, much less you know fewer disruptions and uh, you know better overall for everybody. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty neat. Uh, giving your customer service team uh, a tool to to communicate with is really important. Increases trust in the organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it, it's a good thing all around. So that that's huge. But this, you know, this what we've been talking about is purely Atlassian news. Adaptivist has also been doing some uh, pretty big things, including something we're really excited about, and that is Kanoa. Kanoa, um, we. Uh, Beyond partnership, we've actually uh, acquired Kanoa. They're joining the Adaptivist team. Oh! And if you haven't heard of them before, uh, to our, our three listeners, and we do so appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in you today. You guys are great. Uh, Kanoa makes some some neat tools around uh, Jira add-ons, and uh, one is uh, for customer relations management uh, add-on. One is for test case management. And what's particularly unique about them, we've we've got a Sort of a top QA guy here at Adaptivist, who's you know, got years in the field. He's uh, helps other businesses, you know, figure out how to do QA right and do it well. And he did this really extensive review of every QA solution for Jira. And what's interesting with this is, you know, Kanoa is not one that I'd really heard of before. This has been several months ago now, but it's the only solution we found that was both comprehensive and Jira native. Yeah, most other solutions they they want to kick your data out to another service or they they synchronize the data, but it's not native, and so you lose some some functionality and some ability there. And so I'm really excited to to learn more about that. We'll have those guys on the podcast later in the future. And when we do that, one of the things that you know I want to share early on in this series. Uh, we're not doing this podcast to pitch or to sell. It's not to say, here's stuff. We, we want to help people do work better. So when we do you know, have those conversations, it's going to be, well, let's talk about test case management. What's some best practices around that? What's some stuff you can do? And you know, solutions, you know, particular products might help with that. But ultimately, a lot of what it comes down to is communication practices, and it comes down to just helping your team work better together. And, and that's really where our priorities are. And because that's part of our culture and priorities, it's been great getting to know the, the people at Kanoa. Uh, they've really aligned well with us culturally. I think we're on the, the same page. And so I'm excited to have them join the team and, and join some of those conversations. We should probably head down to their office to record the uh, interview. I would I would be more than okay with that. We need to have <laughs> a little road trip, You know, maybe maybe hang out on the beach. And that we'll, sounds uh, all right. We'll make that happen. I believe the national drink is the Caipirinha. <laughs> I'll take your word on that. Delightful. <laughs> so that Kanoa news is incredible. Uh, and hopefully we'll have some more big stuff coming up to talk about in our next, maybe even our next podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have some stuff to announce more. Um, other other potential partnerships, other things that we're doing, things that we're launching. 2017 is going to be a huge year uh, for Adaptivist. And 
I couldn't be more excited. Uh, I'm, I, like, I'm already looking forward to this summer so much as we span out, particularly learning and development. You know, our engineering team is is growing. Our consultancy is growing. We're we're growing every aspect of the business. And an exciting uh, time. It really is. It's 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 surreal. I am excited to begin to see the ground out of my window. But I know that that in in your location, that's not been much of an issue. Yeah. So so upper New York, you've you've had yeah. just just a few snowflakes. Just a few. I I was at one point sitting on about three feet of snow on the ground. Um, but you in Springfield, Missouri, not so much. To no, it's, it's practically summer. But you know, the the transition from winter to spring also marks sort of the the end of quarter one in 2017. True. And Atlassian had some major news in this quarter. I mean, we've talked about what we learned last year. Just from these three months, they've had some big stuff happen. Yeah, so Trello is the one that comes up at every user group meeting, every talk. People who don't know who Atlassian is, they they often know Trello. It's it's really important to know. I think the, the main thing that people are concerned about with Trello is the what's going to change. And the CEO of Trello, CEOs of Atlassian, everybody has pretty much said, not much. Um, Trello is wonderful the way it is. Uh, we use it Adaptivist. We use it for our... Uh, HR and recruiting. We we track our, our recruiting process using Trello. I use it for a bunch of lists and sort of day to day tasks, stuff that I just need a quick list and I pop it in and then I can can move it through. I uh, I also I use it for my hobbies. I right music. I have a music board. I have a house projects because those never end. Right. But I haven't used it much for work. I try and keep the Jira. I try and keep sipping the Prosecco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes you just need a quick list, uh, and so I'm excited to see the future integration you know, a bit uh, between Trello and Jira, but it's going to stay the same. We're going to talk more about that on a later podcast, though. We'll get... Uh, yeah, that's going to be its own thing. We'll get some people on, and we'll just spend spend some time talking about Trello and talking about, you know, where does Trello fit into your your overall workflow? Uh, where should you use Jira? Where should you use Trello? Because I'm as much as I love the Atlassian tools, I think what's really important is using the right tool for the job. A lot of the time, that's Atlassian. It's, it's you know, it's inexpensive... It's powerful. It's adaptable. Like that's a that's a good thing to focus on. But every once in a while, you know, you, you just you know certain needs, certain if, times. If you need a spatula, a ladle's not going to help. No. Oh, that is that is wisdom. I like that. That's that's a cousin of the expression when the only tool you have is a hammer. Every problem looks like a nail. You know. For me personally, <laughs> I think a hammer is pretty much the only tool. That's that's. A, what other yeah. tools you do you can, need? You can do so much with a hammer. You can't saw things. You cannot saw things with a hammer. But you, you are, can smash them to you, pieces. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Story of uh, my life. <laughs> Another big thing that came out of the this first quarter is the partner accreditation program. Yeah. And, and Atlassian certifications. They've rolled out a large uh, supply of these products. Yeah, and this is something that if you're not an Atlassian partner, you, you probably haven't heard of the accreditation program. So this is a bit of the behind the scenes uh, for what we do. So Industry talk. Yeah. Certifications you've probably heard about. Atlassian uh, now has the JIRA administration and the Confluence administration certifications available. And soon to come, Agile Development with JIRA Software and the JIRA Service Desk Administration certifications. Uh, so these are these are you know high stakes tests. You go to a, a testing center, you pay money, you sit down, you, you spend a couple hours, and they will let you bring a water bottle. Uh, no calculators. No calculator. 
but you, you you take the exam and if you pass, uh, you get the certification. You put it on on you know your LinkedIn or put it on your CV or your resume and you know advertise. You you really know your stuff. The certification program is something that Adaptivist started working with in April of 2015. Actually, uh, so I'm I'm coming up on two years uh, that I've been working with the certification program with Atlassian. I helped to write a lot of the the questions and answers. Uh, I've written all the study materials up to this point. Um, so, you know, we have had a big hand in that. And then, you know, the, the behind the scenes, the partner accreditation piece is where, uh, Lassine is encouraging partners to get people certified. And so, uh, we've been working through this. We're, we're stepping out strong. Yeah. We, we, we're rolling in with several, uh, certified individuals mm-hmm. on day one. Yeah. We've got several people who are already certified and then, uh, we've got, uh, probably about 40 people working their way through accreditation right now with Atlassian. And what accreditation uh, really communicates uh, for Atlassian, it's, it's you know, related to our partner status, making sure our people you know, know Atlassian's products well. So in order for Atlassian to have confidence in, in our ability to work with their customers, uh, they want to make sure that, that that we know the stuff. And, so, and they've been very generous in providing us with an excellent learning experience. Yeah, they've, uh, they've been good to work with, you know. They've been uh, great to work with. You know, Atlassian for you know our interactions with them. Uh, you know, we've got regular meetings with different people at Atlassian. We we talk with them frequently. It's it's sort of one of the unique things about Adaptivist you know position uh, in the Atlassian ecosystem. We're, we're friends with a lot of them, and we you know instant message and we we talk with them regularly. And so you know it's a big deal. Uh, and that program's going to continue to expand. I'm particularly excited for the certification workshops that are coming up at Summit Europe. Can't oh. reveal too much about it yet. Can't say much, but, but we uh, can say that it's going to be an experience. Yeah, for the for the Jira admin and the uh, Jira service desk certification workshops. Um, these are these are half day sessions at Summit Europe for people who are interested in getting the certification. And if you attend them in the past, you may have heard me speaking or somebody else from Adaptivist. Uh, it was just a long lecture. It was an, it was a great lecture though. <laughs> I really appreciate I appreciate your dishonesty, Ryan. Um, it's, it's, it's long. It's just so much information to cover. But one of the things we do now is we've recorded videos of those. I recorded myself talking and Ryan edited it to make it sound less, you know, dumb and and rambly. Uh, and everybody who attends the sessions at summit, they, they're going to get that lecture and they're going to get the the study guide and all these other materials. But they're also going to get an experience like none other. Exactly. You don't need to, to come at summit and listen to me talk for four hours, even though it's great, (laughs) but you're going to get that on recording. So we're going to do something different. And let's put it this way. We could sell you the seat, but you'll just need the edge. (laughs) You got to be there. It's going to be something. That may be the corniest thing I've ever heard you say. Oh, man, that's pushing it. That's I say a lot of corny stuff. That's true. Get the dad jokes flowing. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to lead those workshops at Summit Europe, uh, which is in Barcelona. So for those of you who are able to come, uh, that's... uh, what is that? May second through fifth. Um, uh, so we're doing those workshops on May second. Uh, it's a Tuesday morning. If you have not yet signed up, you know, take a look at Atlassian's uh, Summit webpage. If you can be there, the the certification workshops, particularly Jira Admin and Jira Service Desk, those will be the new format. And I then, mean, if you haven't signed up, I just have to know why. You got to get out there. You got to get that early bird pricing. Early bird pricing. If you can't make it. Summit North America, as I call it now, uh, which will be in San Jose again uh, this fall. All of the certification workshops will be the new format, and it's it's going to be it's going to be stellar. Yeah, and so what else is coming up? 
So I think the the last thing to talk about in terms of, of what's coming up on our roadmap, I mentioned at the, the top of this, adaptivist learning and development has expanded quite a bit. One of the top things that we get requests for is script runner training. I've heard about that. Tell tell our three listeners what script runner is. Script runner is one of the most versatile add-ons in the Atlassian marketplace, which allows you to do some wicked, awesome Jira customization that Atlassian doesn't provide. That's a bold statement. It is a statement made entirely of the truth. And what will be clear, you know, script runner involves scripting. And Ryan and I are not, we are not programmers. We're not developers. And that's why we're bringing in Jamie Acklin. It's going to be really interesting to get some of his his insight. Such a cool guy, and he's such a thoughtful programmer, you know? So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that conversation. Yeah, so this summer, something we've been working on is yeah. ScriptRunner training. Uh, so ScriptRunner actually, you know, Jamie joined our team in December of 2014, and uh, Adaptus has been expanding. Um, I think the, the conservative estimate that one of the team members gave me is that there's about 10 times more features than there were uh, when uh, when we brought ScriptRunner into the you know Adaptivist family. Killer. But we don't have really any training on it. We've got some documentation, but it's it's challenging, you know. It is. Uh, so we're we're fixing that. Uh, Summit Europe in Barcelona. We are going to deliver the uh, first ScriptRunner for Jira fundamentals training live. Very exciting. Very cool. It's it's a little I won't say overwhelming. Um, it feels like it feels like it should be overwhelming. This should be, but with the adaptivist team, I'm I'm not. I love that feeling of uh, backup. You know, I feel like one of the like in a police show, call for backup, and when you do, the SWAT team shows up. You know, that's what it's like working in adaptivist. And speaking of which, adaptivist is hiring. We are. We need to hire so many people. So if you're out there and you're a um, an Atlassian power user and you feel like you've got what it takes to contribute to this team, you should head out to, what is it, joinadaptivist.com? That's right. Yeah, joinadaptivist. Uh, we've got a little video up there. It tells you a little bit about what it's like to work for us. You're all over that video, too. I am in a surprising amount of that video. I was taken aback. This is why you get all the, the awards at the ceremony. <laughs> the Oscars. Here's our, here's our wonderful video robot. It's a shame they don't field. show those, you know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, joinadaptivist.com. And for future podcasts, you know, uh, we're going to be talking a variety of different topics. We're also interested in your suggestions. What do you want to hear about? We want to hear from you. And it, it really can be anything because, I mean, anything related to Atlassian. I guess I should We stipulate. will talk about anything. Maybe. We've got to talk about the tweets. Oh, I love the tweets. The tweets and the bleeps. And the, and the creeps and the sweeps. Yes. But we're interested. You know, email learn at adaptivist.com because a large part of my focus in learning and development, I'm not really interested in telling people what buttons to click or what the buttons do. You know? That's my job. You, well, and you can find that. I mean, Atlassian has some wonderful documentation. If you need to know what the buttons do, that's that's well covered. That information is readily available. There are books. There's all kinds of stuff. Any way you need to learn about it or you want to learn about it, that's out there. What I want to talk about is more of the why should you click them and when and who should be involved and what are the things to think about. That's how that's I mean that's really sort of our our foundation in Adaptivist. That's what we want to help people with. And so uh, this podcast is going to be an opportunity for us to talk about you know head to head challenges of add ons. What's what's a good fit for you and and why different ways, different use cases for the tools, how you can apply them. 
but I'm just, I'm excited about this opportunity to engage with people out there in the world using this stuff. And uh, so let us know. Again, learn at adaptivist.com. What do you want to hear about? And we'll put it in the backlog because just like everything else, uh, we use Jira software to plan all this and we use Confluence to collaborate on it. And uh, so we'll put it in the podcast backlog and get it scheduled. Yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Remember, learn at adaptivist.com. Well, I think that's going to be it for, for numero uno, Matthew. Awesome. I'm so I'm already stoked for next week. We should probably figure out what we're going to talk about. I'm on it. Thanks, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Cheers. It's like we're summoning Thor down from the mountain. It's true. Uh, Only the worthy can lift. Yeah. Jamie Eklund's hammer. Yeah, it's, it is quite a hammer. Um, that's just getting weird. <laughs>